Hello, it's Fatih, and this is Pizuk Integration Podcast. Second episode is Community and Updates Review for January 2021. First of all, the name has changed. It's now called SAP Integration Suite. It can also be called SAP Business Technology Platform Core Integration Suite. But it's an umbrella of products and we are talking more about the process integration product. So still I will call it CPI for a while. Let's start with the blogs. SAP API Business Hub is redesigned and now it's in beta. You can see the new look and functions. Number two is new hands-on video tutorials for SAP integration suite that may be useful for beginners. Number three, there's a Groovy script example for getting swap error message. Before this example, you had to use HTTP receiver adapters and related script. Number four is about an update to artifacts. Now you can uh, use rest and swap artifact types like the all data artifact type, and it will help connecting with API management. Number five is also about this update. It's from SAP API management side. It shows how you can discover APIs from cloud integration and manage them. Number six is an example for API product permissions on API management. Number seven, alert notification for APIs using CPI. This is about getting the reports in API management and sending an email using an iFlow. Number eight is calling Microsoft Grab API with OAuth to authorization code. This is an example that demonstrates a new update, which uh, you can use OAuth credentials and get the access tokens with Groovy script. Number nine is an example for importing and exporting PGP secret key. It's more about changing a PGP secret key than a CPI specific example. Number 10, performance analysis in CPI, generating a heap dump for a GVM of a runtime node. This is a blog post by Vadim and think if you are experiencing some performance issues or if you want to fine tune your integration, this can be a very useful thing. Maybe being able to generate a heap dump using user interface or APIs can be helpful. Number 11 is about CPI Sync. It's a tool that lets you download your CPI artifact content. It can extract or leave the zip files. You can choose which packages to download. It is an open source small binary tool for Windows and Linux. It's without dependencies, uses configuration that's structured JSON. It can be automated and it gives nice errors. It's a tool developed by me. So if you have any advice or feedback, you can contact me. Number 12, I grouped EIP in CPI blog posts. In January, there were control bus, detour, wiretap, message history, and message store. I will put the link to EIP in CPI index page so you can see all blog posts. Other than SAP blogs, there was a SAP Insider article by Marco. It's about CPI migration project in 2017, main benefits for 
migrating to CPIR. Cost savings, development flexibility and speed. And Marco has a few recommendations for building a solid architectural base. If you have many interfaces, it will pay off on the long run. They are loosely coupled software services. So using APIs and event architecture, therefore you can change the software beneath the API without lock-in. And prepackaged content helps if you can define and use a common data model in the company, it will help a lot in the long run. So let's look at the updates in January. One of the visible updates was new fields on the monitoring screen. They are sender, receiver, custom status, application message type, and custom header. So these new fields actually enable a lot of use cases. For example, if you have a polling integration, you can use custom status to filter out when there are no messages for the poll, or you can use custom header to define more than one application numbers to search for. Another update is XML modifier flow step to ignore external DTDs. Before this update, you had to use Groovy script to remove those DTDs. Another update which we mentioned in the blog posts, now you can fetch access tokens of OAuth 2 authorization code credential in a script step. This was a common scenario and I don't know the details if for example access token is valid for 5 minutes, does it cache the access token for 5 minutes? For usability, it's a very good change. Another update is ability to start and stop message queues. And there are new OEM adapters for AWS, Microsoft Dynamics, Salesforce, and Sugar Sierra. Let's look at the roadmap. I think for Q1, interesting topics are Apache Kafka adapter, IDOC adapter with acknowledgements, Paul Enrich flow step for SFTP and FTP adapters. I hope this will be a receiver adapter which have a lot of options. If we can list the files, move or remove the files, that will be very useful. And on the roadmap for B2B or integration advisor, there will be conditional mapping in MAG editor, support for ODETTE and VDA message types and migrating to another type system version and custom searches in cloud integration monitoring. I believe this is already implemented, but if there are more things to update in integration monitoring, they are welcome. This is all for this episode. Thank you for listening and see you next time.